Yo, 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 what is the word? We are back. It's Hoops and Brews. It is the last episode before Christmas. Um, so if you well not well, if you celebrate Christmas, um, happy if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you don't, happy holidays. Uh um, I was supposed to be in Chicago. I don't know if I'm gonna be in Chicago though, because there's a blizzard in Chicago, allegedly coming this weekend. So uh I don't know how you fly in a blizzard, so uh I'll probably be here. In uh, Los Angeles, in good sixty-five degree weather, not a bad trade-off. Um, but Joe, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Sixty-five degrees, sixty-five degrees. Where here? It's been like fifty. Nah, every I day. Think, yeah, but I, I feel think it's like warming 50. up. Nah, it's so. It, hold on, let me look. I right, let me. Oh, it do say seven. Oh, it do say seven. Okay, nah, I lied. Well, but yes, yes, it's like to, like today the high is sixty-nine. Tomorrow is seventy. Then seventy, seventy. Christmas actually is seventy-nine. So you know, it's a little, you know. Okay, you know it's not it won't it, it it won't be brick anymore. It'll be manageable <laughs> temperature. It's been legit cold as fuck in brick LA. In yeah, it has it's been. been cold it's as fuck. Insane. You step outside, it's just like, what the like? What am what is going on? Facts. It's insane. Facts. But uh, yeah, I've been solid influencing the youth. Like I told you, I've been on my coaching. Uh, yeah, yeah, shout out that. Yeah, out here. Yep, on me. It's it's cool. One thing you know, I know LeBron. I asked my eighth graders. I said, "Who the best player in the world?" Not a single one said LeBron. That's, that's crazy. Who did they say? <laughs> uh, they, they were saying Luca, Giannis. Like KD only got like two votes. Um, one said Tatum. One of them said Shea Gilgis. Just like the typical, but like Shea um, Gilgis is insane. Ja, they like Ja. <laughs> Shea is getting, insane. He is getting thirty. It depends on. Shout like, out Shea, but Shea is that is a that is a insane. I'm, from an eighth grader, it's not that. It's not that insane. No, that's an insane. Is from a, from, from it's, a player, it's, it's unique from an eighth grader. It's like, oh, you must be paying attention. It's like you must really, especially compared to how they play too. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. So you, you play mad two K answer. You said what? Say you play mad two K answer. <laughs> they probably held man down in his uh his uh my team before. <laughs> He's like, yep, best player in the league. But um, speaking of one of the best players in the uh, league. Um, I think probably some of the biggest news since um, we last talked is Steph Curry. What was it? They, they said it was a labrum sprain on his, his shoulder, right? Yeah, it was. Or, I, I know his shoulder, but I think it was like uh, a, specifically was like a labrum sprain or um, something like that. But Steph Curry got hurt. Obviously, well, it got hurt at the beginning of a very long road trip. Um, obviously, Warriors haven't been playing their best basketball, um, and now Steph Curry is hurt. Uh, so how, um, how, uh, one, one, do you think that they can quote unquote survive the next, I, I guess, month, um, without Steph Curry and, um, two, uh, how bad do you think this is for the Warriors? Um, this is interesting. What I say was, um, in the, like I said, before the season started, like if you would have told me Curry would be out for like, I don't know, I said a month, right? A month. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Warriors team will stay afloat. They'll be able to stay afloat. You know, guys will fill in, plug in, you start pool, and, you know, everything will still be all right. But considering what we have seen, I think they're below 500 right now, 15 to 16, if I believe. And they can't win on the road at all. Like, I think they're, like, one of the worst road records in the league. Yeah. And, and just a lot is going wrong with this team. So now it's kind of like this is um, – Ron was supposed to be on here. This was his take. He was talking about this the other day. But he was like, "Hey, the Warriors, what if, they, what, what if they tank? Would you hold respect for them if they tank? I'm like, bro, what? I'm Why like, would you tank, though? That's what I'm saying. I mean, you get Victor, but it's like they suck. And it's, it's yes, like, I know last it's, time they tanked it was like everybody was hurt. That's what, right? Yeah. Everybody was hurt. This time they didn't tank. Hurt. They just sucked last time. They didn't tank. They just literally sucked. 
they actually just weren't good. I guess, but a lot of people, you know, they don't really they think Steph's injury wasn't that severe as he was saying it was. You know, he liked to run with that with that line. Did he break his head? He broke his head in like what month was it? I don't like think he broke it. Wasn't, wasn't it a wrist sprain? I thought nah, he just, nah, he nah, nah, nah. He actually broke his hand. It was like the fourth game of the season. And then you gotta remember that that season ended in March. Remember, he came back and then the pandemic happened. Oh, okay. Okay. He came back like three games before the pandemic, like fully happened happened. But anyways, yeah, the Warriors, I don't it's tough. Like it's dark days for Golden State fans right now. I see Poole, his numbers have obviously gone up. I don't think they've got any wins since that went down, right? They lost to Philadelphia. They beat uh they beat uh Toronto. They beat Toronto. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of tough. I mean, they don't really have too much. I mean, Clay Thompson is so iffy nowadays. He's either gonna go three for nineteen or or twelve for eighteen. You never know what you're gonna get with him. Poole running the offense is iffy. Nothing like what Steph brings out there. Draymond can't really produce offensively. Um, they they kind of missed their depth, I think, and they haven't really got much from Jermichael. I know we were upset that they got Jermichael Green, but they haven't got much from him this yeah, year. Yeah, they haven't got much from Jermichael Green. Yeah, they haven't got much from him. He's he kind of looks like a shell of himself. Uh, DiVincenzo is out with an illness. He's been nice though. Dante, Dante has been nice. Dante fits. Yeah, they miss Otto Porter and they miss Gary Payton. It seems, and I don't know if they can make up for that production. That just that just brought Wiseman back up from the G League, but he's still only getting like 10, 12 minutes. Can he really impact the game at this point? So if they can, I mean, remain at this five hundred range while Steph is out, that would be nice. But it's not looking too good for the Warriors right now. So I mean, I don't really know what to expect from them. I expect pool numbers to be up. You got pool in fantasy, or if you want to trade for Jordan Pool in fantasy, right now is the time. <laughs> Facts. Um, I think that um one thing that will I think one thing that will probably help them is the fact that well no 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 one thing that uh that will serve to be a detriment to them is the fact of how they started the season. Like if you you know, you if you have been a better road team, the fact that you could come out of a championship and then be this terrible on the road is just very interesting. If they had won some of the games that they should have won at the beginning of the season, then maybe you could have, you know, and also you don't know if he's not gonna be out longer than a month. They say he'll be re they say he will be reevaluated in two weeks. So and a labrum injury, especially if it's a shooting shoulder, that's something that could linger. I mean, again, you talk about a guy getting around screens. It does seem like, like, yeah, it could heal, but it could get worse again. Guy getting around screens, you know, uh, taking bumps and uh, things like that. So this could be something that lingers throughout the entire season. Um, but I do think that they can still manage things. Obviously, Wiggins was hurt, which I think had a huge impact. I think it's fair to say at this point, Wiggins is probably the second best player. I guess. That's kind of a that second best player role is kind of for a toss up on that team. It's just like a they kind of all over the place. Well, well, even still, it's it's either between <clears throat> I don't know whatever night Draymond, Poole, Wiggins, or or Clay, whatever, whoever steps up that night. But the point being, Andrew Wiggins is a very huge component to this basketball team. Andrew Wiggins has has also been hurt, um, and again, they have pride. Uh, they have good coaching. I think they can figure out a way to manage and get some wins. Um, but for me, the Warriors, again, I'm not going to disrespect them. I still think if you get into a playoff series with the Golden State Warriors, you still have to beat them four times in two weeks. The issue for them is even if you do end up in the play-in, as you see, anybody can lose in the play-in. It is one game. Yeah, the Warriors didn't it is, that one year. It is one game. Clay might go out there. Clay might go out there and score 30. Clay also might go out there and go one for 17. Might start flagging that bitch and go one for 17. Pool may go out there and go off. Pool also may not do anything. I mean, you even saw the year with the Grizzlies. 
when I don't think anybody thought the Grizzlies were going to beat the Warriors. The Grizzlies beat the Warriors, and the Grizzlies and Lakers beat the Warriors. So you don't want to get into a situation if um you're the Warriors where the play is something that you have to do because, again, when I look at the West, I don't think, especially in a one-game scenario, I don't think anybody is that <clears throat> far separated from anybody else. Personally, like, let's see right now. Right now, if the playoffs – actually, they wouldn't even be in the play-in right now. Um, the play-in teams are Portland, Minnesota, Utah, and Dallas. I would assume Utah would maybe fall out the playoffs and the Warriors would fall in the playoffs. But right now, what, does it is it is it uh, 10 plays 7 and 8 plays 9? For the play-in? Yeah, 10 plays 7 and, 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 and um, 8 plays 9. That's how it works, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you so right now, let's say if they got the 10th spot, you you be playing the Blazers. Do you really want to play the Blazers in a one-game scenario? No. That's a toss-up. <laughs> yeah, like, do you to really want to do that? Dane like, might go out there, get 45 to 10. Anthony Simons go out there, get about 25. Jeremy Grant go out there, start looking like pseudo-KD. And then now you just at home for the year. So for them, I just don't think you want to get in a you, – you, you, you have to be careful to not get in a situation where you're in a play in. So I think that is the thing that uh probably jeopardized the Warriors the most with this injury. And like I also said, this this is a shoulder injury, a labor injury, a tissue injury. They said they don't they said that yeah, they said that they don't think it needs surgery and they will reevaluate him in two weeks, but you don't know. I feel you. They I mean, yeah, it's doing it's tough. It's not looking too good for the Warriors right now. I'm not sure. The next games are they got the Grizzlies coming up, they got the Nets coming up. If they can, yeah, I, think, yeah, I, 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 I think it's I think they play the Knicks tonight. Who we're gonna talk about the Knicks and Nets? Um, they play the Knicks tonight, I think. Yeah, and then Knicks, Nets, Nets on a back to back, right? Hornets, Jazz. They only got one really pushover game in the next six games. So and yeah, the Hornets the, is tricky because Lamelo is back. Lamelo is back. He's been balling. Yeah, so the Hornets game is tricky. Um. But, I mean, I guess we can talk about it. We just spoke about it. New York basketball. Is New York bas- is basketball finally back in New York City? Obviously, as it stands right now, the Knicks are – what's the record? The Knicks are 17 and 13. They're six. And the Nets are 19 and 12. I think we talked about last time how the Nets have been playing much better basketball. Don't look now. Nets are playing much better basketball. Nets are playing a basketball where and I don't think they'll finish the season number one, but they can finish it close to it. They could. They, they could. Finish, I'm, I'm, they could they stay finish healthy. They can stay healthy. I think KD is obviously. I think well. I think KD every year is an MVP candidate. But I think this year he's a legitimate MVP candidate. Like he's going to get some votes for MVP this year as long as he stays on the court. So Kyrie hit the game winner and watch. I knew that was going to happen. By the way, not watching. Um, in in in, 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 in Toronto. Toronto. As soon as he got the ball, I'm like, he is going to step back. He did the same thing in Cleveland. Remember, he had the same thing. He had, um, and when he was on when he was on the Cavs, he had a game winner in Toronto. You remember that? I do remember, but what's it Toronto? It was similar from, from, from the top of the key. You right, you right, yeah, 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 yeah. You right, you right, you right, you right. Uh-huh. No, yeah. but that wasn't that wasn't. I think that was actually Kyrie's first buzzer beater. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, never the buzzer before. Reminding me of yeah, yeah. Um, to the Knicks, man. Julius Randle is your man. I forgot what y'all texted me that night. I literally <laughs> saw that and I was like, bye. I'm not having this conversation. I saw I Julius Randle. You know, I but saw Julius Randle is legit, man. I saw Julius Randle and I saw LeBron in the same sentence, and I was like, bye. I'm not even having this conversation with you. I'm not doing this. But, um, no, the Knicks, they look good. Uh, they're playing much, much better basketball. They are eighth in defense and 13th in offense currently as it stands. Um, what do you think about the Knicks? 
Um, good to see they're eight and two in the last ten games. They've been able to close out games. Jalen Brunson has been. Did you um? Did you? I don't know if you saw the clip from the Bulls game. Did you see Randall? Yeah. Yes. That was probably the funniest shit. This man triple threaded for the whole twenty seconds. Ran no, right no, I didn't know. No, 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 no. I know. I thought you was talking about when Brunson dropped Drogic. Yes, oh, I no, saw that. No, no, Caruso. Yes, I did see that. No, I didn't see Julius Randle triple threat for twenty seconds. You didn't see that play? Oh my god! Twenty seconds. I didn't see a triple threat twenty seconds. Five seconds left on the clock, bro. He triple threaded for twenty seconds. Uh, Pat Williams forced him to the right side, and he airballed the step back. That was that would end the game right there, but eventually in OT. In OT, uh, they did obviously uh, Brunson did his thing, but with the Knicks, I think <clears throat> they're a good team. All I see they've been they've been shopping D Rose has been in DMPs. They've been shopping Cam Reddish. Uh, they haven't been playing Fournier, but I think that they've they've been playing good basketball. Um, Brunson is looking like he's paying off. I think I think Dallas every day Dallas, especially what's going on with that situation, they regret not re-signing Jalen Brunson, especially for a team like Dallas who doesn't really attract too many free agents and doesn't use whatever weird Dallas. reason. Yeah, right. It's Dallas. Like they, they like if you look at their history, like they, they overpaid Chandler Parsons. They gave Wesley Matthews that big contract a few years ago. Just usually, they just they aren't that team, and they let him walk, and he's excelling in the um with with the bright lights under him. Like, I think he's getting like 20, 24, 20, like over the streak. I'm over the last like ten. I think he's averaging like twenty, twenty four game. <clears throat> he's just he's closing games for him despite his size and whatnot. He's still really good. Mitchell Robinson's been holding down the paint, and Julius Randle is making that All Star push this season. A lot of people didn't expect him. All-Star. You said what? He'll probably end up being an all-star. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the Knicks keep winning. They might have two all-stars. Two all-stars would be crazy. Who, him and Brunson? Yeah, if they keep winning. I guess. I thought RJ. I, I thought that RJ would take that step. He hasn't, but you know, he's still been a good basketball player for them. No, RJ. Um, I, I don't know if we ever getting that step from RJ. Wait, I don't. I don't. I don't know if we're getting that step either from RJ. <laughs> but yeah, the Knicks has just been playing good basketball. They've been relying on their guys. And just sometimes Randall, he just he can shoot the he can shoot the heck out of the ball when he wants to, and he actually he can get a bucket. The heck out of the ball is what you want to say. Sometimes some, he, he be having games shoot where he make the heck like, out of the ball. He'll make seven threes every once in a while. He like, shoots thirty three percent. I'm just saying, if you look at like his like over like I'll say I'll start seeing his box scores. He'll make this thing make seven threes today. He's gonna make five threes today. It's like what? But they just have a, a well balanced team. Thibodeau is still stretching defense all around. Well balanced team. Um, between those guys, and not really too much more. So hopefully they can keep it going. I mean, I think since they shortened the rotation, I think that they've been playing much better. I think it uh, gave people more defined roles. Um, it sucks for D Rose that he was one of the guys that got uh, clipped out the rotation. But shout out to D Rose for being a good leader. Um, you saw what he said about. I think it was Emmanuel quickly and being able to like, humbly take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, uh, he said, "Yo, I had him over for uh, Christmas last year, like or Thanksgiving. Like, I could never hate on that man." So, so shout out him for um, taking it and just being a leader and being a, a veteran. Also, shout out Tibbs for trying to bring his offense into the twenty into 2022 because Tibbs used to have an offense that was very like, we're still in 2008. And it is like, it is 14 years later, my brother, you have to do something different. So shout out Tibbs for finally, like I said, bringing his offense into um, 2022. And yeah, Jalen Brunson is making the money look uh, worth it. And again, like again, like 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 I said before the season, if you are, and we're gonna talk about this team too, because they don't deserve to play in Chicago with the way that they've been playing lately. But I said the Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks, you, the Knicks this year, you want to aim to be like the Bulls from last year. You want to get your fan base excited. 
make the playoffs, at least have a competitive first-round series if you lose, whatever. But you know what? You got your fans back in New York excited about New York basketball and have the people in New York with the team that they can get behind. And maybe if you can get some of those bad contracts out of there, maybe you can convince, I don't know, a, a, a guy who would be like an 89 or 90 on 2K to come there and, like, rock with what you already have. <laughs> 89 and 90 on 2K. 2K like, like, may, like, maybe you can get that to come rock with what you already have and then actually have a team that is a legit conference finals um contender. But, again, good for the Knicks. Good for the Knicks. Like I said, I, I, I think the Knicks have been trying to find a point guard since Stephon Marbury, probably. Since, like, 2004. No matter the only thing I can remember outside of Stephon Marbury is the Raymond Felton era when it was winning. yeah 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 he yeah getting a job done Raymond the, uh, Raymond Felton when they had Jason Kidd for like one year that was like the remnants of um Jason Kidd so they look they they finally found their their point guard I think he you know kind of embodies the city as well kind of you know tough hard nosed point guard um and yeah they're they're, they're 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 playing really good basketball and I don't expect it to not continue. Um, I don't think they're gonna consistently win seven straight games, but I don't expect this to not continue personally. Um, so yeah, I think that they will be a playoff team. Um, it might be the play in, but they but 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 they'll have something to say, um, about it, uh, going down the stretch. But, um, uh, with the Nets, what are your thoughts on the uh, Nets? Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on the uh, Nets? The Nets, I mean, obviously, since they got rid of that, the most that very controversial start in the first like 10, 15 games, it was the Nets, the Nets was hell. You rarely talked about basketball with them. Well, not necessarily us, but just the media in general. Now the agent talk about basketball. It was rarely was talking about basketball. They the Steve Nash situation was looming over everybody's head. Was is he gonna be fired? Is he gonna be this? Steve Nash, the question mark is all over the place about him, the uncertainty with him. And then but and then once that Kyrie suspension, they were winning even without Kyrie, but once Kyrie's suspension went down and he announced he wouldn't be responding to media questions that don't uh solve uh, rub around basketball. And this team really got all their pieces in. They got TJ Warren back. Joe Harris is finally trying to get his legs under him. He's shooting the ball well for the first time in I don't know how long. Nick Claxton is finally growing into that kind of that young Nick Claxton big is, guy uh, they need yeah. down there. He's he's blocking shots. He's finishing at the rim. He's been a lob threat. Very impressive. Still a little too small. I think if you really were like, you know, to really want to bang in the East playoffs with the Embiid's and the Bams and the Giannis's of the world. But he gets the job done. Kyrie Irving and KD are playing out of this world of basketball. Them two, the the N1 mixtape is working. They are able to break their man down and do whatever they want. This, though. They play less do his ass offense, though. They play they less do, cook they, him offense now. They do, they do share the ball a lot more. And I think that a lot of credit, we got to get that credit to Jock Vaughn. Jock Vaughn, the, the former interim coach. They, they did extend him for, throughout this season. Shout out to him and the energy he's brought to New York. I like them. I mean, I think they're another team who, with the deadline coming up, they could use maybe a booster. I know Kuzma's, everybody's been shopping him around. That's, that could be a team that could use a Kuzma or maybe another guy to come in. And obviously, like we said about Claxton not being that big. But I'm really impressed with the, with the Nets. I like what I'm seeing there. Um, maybe Kyrie could even squeeze himself into All Star game. I think that'd be fire to see Kyrie at the All Star All Star uh, weekend this season. KD might mess around and be a captain again, but the Nets is just they're, they're a lot. Of their talent is finally starting to show. Um, even Ben Simmons, obviously, he's still kind of in and out of the lineup some, somewhat, but he does a lot of things that I talked about in the offseason. Looking forward to him. He'll block a shot, push the break, and dime it off to somebody. He'll um, pick up somebody at half court, force an eight second violation or force a backcourt violation because he's so because of his um elite on ball defense. But they just everything's starting to come along. I like what I'm really I really like what I'm seeing from uh from from Brooklyn and hopefully they can keep it going because I mean they could be a mess around and be a dark horse for the title again if 
they can continue this. Interesting. I'm not angry with that. Um, <clears throat> not angry with that. Uh, but yeah, no, I think a lot of credit has to go to uh, Jacques Vaughn. I mean, we even talk about the Nets and defense. He has them being, they are currently, their defensive rating is 11th in the league. So at least they're competing on that um, side that's of the ball. That's amazing. Obviously, you know their offense is going to be what their offense is going to be. You have Katie and Kyrie, two of the best one-on-one players. But again, it's less one-on-one offense when I watch the Nets now. Like before, I didn't like watching the Nets play. It was just them two dribbling, and we just going to shoot something and see what happens. Like now there's much, much less of that. Again, like like, like you said, they uh, share the ball. Also, KD is playing incredibly well. He's, he's shooting 56% from the field, 30, 36% from three and giving you 30. That's what yeah, he should yeah. be doing. Somebody yeah, his yeah. size needs to be that efficient. Also with Kyrie, Kyrie is shooting 49% from the field. He could be better from three. He's at 33%, which is probably some of his worst that he's been. But um, I think he'll be fine. Well, obviously he's already doing fine, but I think that will improve. Um, as the um, season comes along. And you're right. Nick Claxton, I think there was a game with when he, Toronto when he had 10 blocks or something like that. Was it 10 blocks or eight blocks something like that? I think so. Toronto gave me had all, he had all those blocks. Like he's being at least, like you said, a, at least a deterrent um, in the paint. Very good um, lob threat. He's also mobile. So like when he's in the game, you can switch everything. Um, obviously at the end of the games, uh, he really can't shoot free throws. So you can't have him on the court. At the end, of you well, you can't have him and Ben Simmons on the court at the um in the games, but they have a very versatile team. Like I said, TJ Warren is a guy like obviously he's coming off injury, um, but the last time he played, he was getting fifty balls in the bubble. <laughs> so you know, like he's a working play, man. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a, he can play. He's a scorer. He's a scorer. He's a, he's a scorer. He's a, he 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 yeah. has consistently been a 17, yeah, 18 yeah. point scorer in the NBA. Yeah. He right handed Michael Beasley. I'm not mad at that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, not 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 at all mad at that. So I mean, I think for the Nets, just you know, uh, stay healthy and um, keep gaining confidence and uh, keep believing in the uh, system. And like I said, much much credit to Jacques Vaughn and much credit to the organization for um, not uh, adding to the circus by hiring Ime. Uh, I think that would have been just adding to the the full circus. I mean, because even wasn't wasn't Jacques Vaughn even an interim coach before Steve Nash was there? So Jacques Vaughn has been there. He was an assistant, yeah, 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 assistant before. And so so Jacques Vaughn has been there. Um, he's been in that system. He knows those guys. He's also black, so you can communicate with him. Um, he's also a former um, NBA player. Granted, he wasn't like you know, he wasn't as good as Steve Nash, but he was still a ten year NBA veteran um, in the league. So shout out to job that he's been able to do in um, New York uh, um, uh, with them. Uh, moving on, your team, uh, the Lakers. The Lakers. Obviously, uh, Anthony Davis went down. Did they actually say what his injury was, or did they just say he's out for a This is right foot injury, G. Yeah, they didn't actually say what it was. He didn't, they didn't bro. say anything. They said right foot injury. They said right. Indefinite. indefinite. Actually, I'm going to look. Month. Anthony Davis. Minimum, minimum one month indefinite injury. Injury. Dude, this injury has devastated me, man. Injury. Like, like I was really hoping that he beat the street clothes allegations this season. And once again, by the way, you not... owe me money, by the way. <laughs> it's a bottle. It's a bottle. Yeah, you're right. A... <laughs> nah, you can wait. Damn, wait. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. So let's wait, 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 wait. Here's what it said. This is what this is from Brian Windhorse. He said it's not good, it's not a sprained ankle. And it's not a sprained foot, from what I understand. It's something more concerning than that. <clears throat> but yeah, man, this is this is tragic. I mean, I was really hoping he could beat the street clothes allegations this year. 
obviously he can't. Like when I heard the news, it, it honestly it devastated me. I, I finally I saw SoFi Stadium for the first time on Sunday. I could not stop thinking about the AD injury and what this means for the Lakers. He was probably arguably like probably playing the best ball of his career. Absolutely dominating. I think for he's um I think he's for the first time uh, the LeBron AD duo. He like his finally came out like he pretty much just made it clear that he's the best player on the team. I think it's the first time he's actually like definitively done that. Um, in my opinion, I'm I've always thought he's better, but right now it's just kind of like it's not a, a question. And he was kind of the Lakers' way out. Like I just thought like with the Lakers, the way they play style, like just get a ball to AD. It was that simple. Get it, figure out ways to give it to get him the ball, and he was going to carry us to a win. Or and I mean him going down just it sucks. I mean I know it's kind of like some people, a lot of people tell me like you should have known he was going to go down. He always heard like even my grandma was telling me like what's wrong with that David boy. I'm like dang, even you know this. <laughs> I'm like even you know this. I'm like, but yeah, it's just it's it's it sucks. It's a huge blow. Uh, I'm trying to think moving forward. I mean I don't know if this means that they should just immediately try to make a trade now because you can't like you can't just throw the season in. You can't just kind of throw the talent because you don't have your first round. Well, you have your pick. It's a swap. So as bad as it, it you you don't benefit from being trash. So you don't benefit from that. So it's just like. Does this mean that the FO should get rid of those two future first and whoever they can to bring in extra talent talent immediately? And if they do so, who? Like I see, even the Raptors have I've been been dangling like an OG on Unobi or something like that. I see they want a lot of picks. Some bringing a, a OG and a Gary Trent, bringing a a Bojan Bojanovic from uh, the Pistons. But I mean, it's probably the most logical thing I honestly at this point to bring is like a like it's like a Bogdanovich. My thing with the Lakers is also because I went to the Lakers Wizards game um, the other day. There was a huge drop off between Anthony Davis and the other bigs on the roster. There was a huge drop off. Thomas Bryant is decent. He was he's yes, but it's not the same, brother. I, I, I agree. I know. Trust me. I know. I'm it's not the same. He's decent. He's solid, but it is not the same. It's not the same in, in any at all. His finishing but, isn't the same. Um, his hands aren't the same. Um, his level of defense is not the same. It is not the same at all. Um, yeah, it just sucks. I mean, like, I, I again, they were playing better basketball. Um, I did like the fact that they would at least fight. I mean, even now, I still like the fact that just because AD is hurt and they didn't, they didn't like, they don't seem to be just like punting the season. You know, like they, they seem to be going out there competing and playing hard and, you know, trying to hold it down until he gets back and at least try to get into play in. And again, like I said, play in. If you can get to a playoff series, you still have to beat Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook four times in two weeks if you can at least get there. Um, but yeah, it just, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it, it also, we don't know if it's going to be a month. We have no idea. We don't yeah. know what he did to his foot. It might be a tendon injury. It might be a broken bone. They didn't say nothing. So we don't know if it's going to be a month. He might not play again. Chill, man. You're talking about lower extremity injuries for a big man, and they didn't even tell you what it was? If it's a, you know, like if it's, if it's like a foot sprain, man's going to be all right. Sprained ankle, man's going to be all right. Usually when he be getting hurt, it'd be like a sprain, man's going to be all right. They didn't say nothing. And you got to think if it's the minutes. These, he's had to play a him and LeBron because of the fact that they would do this thing where they would fucking just decide to put themselves down 20, then have to fight all the way back to come back. Him and LeBron have been playing a lot of minutes, bro. 
like a lot like that Boston game when they played the whole fourth quarter mm-hmm. and overtime. That's a, not granted. Game should have been over and over in fucking regulation. You just make two damn free throws. We ain't even having the conversation, but whatever. Philly game. They've been playing a lot of they played a lot of minutes on that um road trip. Like, yes, I think they came away from the road trip. Was it five and three or something like that? Or like did they have on a the winning record? They did they did. They did pay pretty well that road trip. They came with a winning record, but every single but no game was won without contest. And like they went out there and smoked anybody. No game was won or lost without contest with, with, without contest. Without 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 contest. So I mean, yeah, great for you that you in every game and competing. Like that's incredible. But also you got your guys. You know AD got an injury history. You know LeBron got an injury history. Now, granted, I just said LeBron's an injury history. Because at this point, he actually does. He does. He's have 38, 39 years old. So you have a 38, 39 year old man playing. I'm, what, what's LeBron averaging this year? Man, it's played. It's like, you year. think for a month or two, can you get 2018 Brown? Can he do that for a month to keep this you team? He's going to be hurt. Somewhat afloat. I mean, it's like the Lakers had a lot of. LeBron I mean, James is playing. 36 minutes a night. Anthony Davis was playing 33 minutes a night. This team had to, like, we beat two of the best teams in the league. Should have been three of the best. We should have beat Boston. We beat the Pelicans. Beat uh, uh, beat Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Uh, competed with a lot of the top teams. It's just like, like, damn, is it really all cooked now? It's just, too many, it's, just, it's, it's, just, it's just too many minutes, bro. He's playing. He's playing way, way too many minutes in in some of those games, and that because then, in, in my personal opinion, I granted, the Lakers have an issue where it's like ain't that many other options. You got a hundred million dollars tied up in between three people. You ain't gonna have that many other options. That's too much money tied up in between two or three people. I love the way Austin Rivers has been playing. Love the way Lonnie Walker has has uh has uh been playing. The rest of the signings, Patrick Beverly. Ain't really worked out the way you wanted to work out yet. Now I think he's been solid defensively, but I think you wanted him to be, at least be more around twenty, like thirty-eight percent from three, and now what he is from three. I do like the way Schroeder has been playing. I do like the way Dennis Schroeder um um, um has been playing. Night, you know, yeah, thirty really last night. It didn't matter; they got cooked. I mean, who else was uh, was playing? But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it has to be all over for the Lakers, but uh, I think they can at least say afloat. I mean, what what are they running? They're like third right now. They are. 13 and 17. They basically have the same record as Oklahoma City Thunder. Lord Jesus. We are in hell. Um, I think they can stay around there. I think making a play in is going to be very difficult for them now, though. Because, again, we don't know how long it's going to be. They didn't even tell us what – anytime somebody has an injury and they don't tell you what it is, it is not okay. The last time they even did that, we ain't tell us who it is. The last time I remember somebody being hurt and you didn't know what it was was the year I remember the training camp, uh, before you know that year where Kawhi was like in San Antonio, but like wasn't there. The training camp before then, they just said Kawhi had like a left thigh injury. They actually never told you what it was, and that's not a good sign. You've been Kawhi Leonard, not. I remember coming, I remember coming on this podcast with TPJ and being like, I don't think Kawhi playing this year, bro. He's like, nah, he gonna play. I'm like, bro, we are in training camp. This man has an injury. They haven't told you what it was. Anytime anybody is hurt and they don't tell you what it is, like Lonzo, you don't actually know what what's wrong with Lonzo's knee. You know he got <laughs> surgery and then it was never okay again. <laughs> That's you right. don't actually know what's wrong with his knee. You have no idea. AD, they just said a right foot injury. He will be, he will be. Reevaluated in four weeks, right? 
he said that he what? is he is expected to least miss at least at least one month. Yeah, <laughs> at least yeah. one month. You put him at yeah. one month, that puts you at basically he's not gonna be back until probably post all star break. All star break is February though, right? Yeah, but it's like 30, 30 games left after that. Like all star break is not really really the halfway point of the season is like King Day. I mean, he should be. I mean, if it's month, which we both highly doubt, obviously, because they didn't even tell us what's wrong with him, that'd be like that's January thirteenth. That'd be like that's, yeah, fifteen. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. It's King Day. MLK Day. Yeah, he's that's coming back post All Star break. Post All Star break. Guarantee you ain't seen that man until All Star break. I hope I'm wrong, but I guarantee you that you're not seeing that man until All Star break. Speaking of All Star break, All Star voting. I put the same. Speaking of. All-star break, whatever. Boston. The Boston Celtics. Um, started the season super hot. Um, have been less hot as of late. Uh, what do you think is wrong with the... Like, I, well, I don't want to say wrong with the Boston Celtics, but what do you think is, quote-unquote, wrong with the Boston Celtics? I mean, obviously, you saw the Lakers game. They went up 20. They proceeded to lose the lead to the Lakers. Um, I just think I- the Warriors game happened. Lost that one. They kind of got smoked up the whole West Coast trip, except for the Lakers. But they got smoked up the other games. Um, what do you think, if 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 you even think anything is quote-unquote wrong with the Celtics, what do you think is wrong with the Celtics? I don't think anything is wrong with them. I think kind of just how hot they is just kind of kind of caught up to them. Like, I mean, they was playing some out-of-this-world basketball, kind of separating themselves from the rest of the league. And now they're just kind of – they're still at the top, but they actually lost their top seat to Boston by – they're down zero and a half games for the one seed. Uh, twenty two and nine. Milwaukee's twenty two and eight, and they also they struggle for whatever reason. They struggle with the Orlando Magic every time. They don't like to see those boys. I, I think you want to know why though? Because 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 what? the Magic first first of all the Magic are very long. Like bro, like they do this, they covering up the whole court, and with the way that they like, <laughs> no, nah, they do this, they covering up the whole court. And I think they might have the size advantage of them at every single position. If I'm not mistaken, the Magic. Like the Magic, low key, if I'm not mistaken, since uh they got some of the guys healthy again, the Magic are six and four in their last ten. I think the Magic can make the play. Like the Magic are a team that's better than than what their record says. They just had a lot of injuries to start the season. I feel you. Also, Al Horford is very important to that team as well. He him being out that showed a lot versus the Lakers, and that's really like, especially since Rob is obviously working his way back. But no Al Horford. As old as he is, you can see they rely on him a lot for to uh to space the floor and protect the rim, and he still does outstanding job of that. At his how old is Al Horford? Like thirty six minimum, thirty seven minimum, thirty six. Yeah, thirty six. That which is insane. The fact that they do still rely on him to do that, but he's still very good. Like you thought that was gonna be the last of him, last uh playoff run. I told you, now he still got something in the in the in the. In the, in the but I don't know about. That I mean, he he probably won't hit. What did he hit the versus the Warriors that game one? Like there was it's, it was he's like never that. shooting like that ever yeah. again. What, he's not no, shooting like that again. No, he's still no. a good What he did for the whole playoffs, he's never doing that ever again. He's never doing that. Like, do we remember Al Horford last playoffs? He's never doing that ever again. I say he can he can somewhat mimic it, maybe not as much, but he's still capable because his role isn't that big and he understands what he's out there to do. So I don't think it's too much to ask of a veteran. Who can just knock down a three and go vertical when somebody attacks the rim with an IQ like him or before his position? But they just miss him a lot. And yeah, I mean, Jason Tatum and Brown are still playing out of this world. I remember yeah, you, but, I know you, yeah. I know you're a big fan of that movie put on Brown. I seen what you was talking about. 
when the, and the, um, to to tie it when AD misses two free throws when Tatum came down. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah, but the night before when he got when he got actual defense played on him by the Clippers, what he do? Jason Tatum against actual defense is not the same human being. That's a lot. That's a lot. He is not the don't, same human being. Gee, don't do the that. Lakers had Patrick Beverly guarding him on purpose. Don't do that. Am I lying? Put Patrick Beverly on everybody that's that's good on the other team. They always G, do that. He, he gonna G, he gonna turn around and shoot over him. Don't act like he only torch weak defenders though. That's that's a doing that's that's one thing we're not gonna do. Who else do we be torching? Jason Tatum. Who else do he be torching? He don't torch he the magic. Be- he didn't gave he didn't gave Jimmy Butler to work. He didn't gave KD to work. When he gave Jimmy Butler work, he just dropped forty on the Heat. Who was this? Recently, Yo, he gave he gave him fifty. He gave Heat fifty he? points. Was Jimmy yeah. playing? Was Jimmy playing? I'm about to look at the box score right now. This was on. Oh wait, let me see. Oh, that November when they blew him out. Was Jimmy playing? Tatum scores forty nine points. Heat hold off Celtics one thirty four one twenty one. Was Jimmy playing? Let me see. Let me see. Nah, Jimmy didn't play that game. Exactly. <laughs> Jason but Tatum no. against actual defense is not the same even me. Jason that Tatum is- against actual defense is about to shoot 42% from the field. <laughs> Jason Tatum yeah. against, 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 you know, you know, if you go on 2K and you go on like the fucking tendencies, when they say ISO against average defenders and all that, Jason Tatum against good defenders, Tennessee is on a 15. Jason Tatum against mediocre defenders is on 75. That's a that's a cool narrative, but that's not true. And and also with the Celtics. And and also with the uh, Celtics. One thing I just noticed is like if they don't make more threes than you, they're just gonna lose the game. They just basically try to outshoot you. <laughs> If they don't, if they don't make more threes than you, they're, they're just gonna lose the game. It's for it's it's, it's it, it, at least that's what I've seen too many times this year when they when they uh, have lost. He just didn't outshoot the other team. If they was gonna outshoot them, they would have won. When they don't outshoot them, they lose. Now, if I'm not mistaken, in like the last ten games, <coughs> the offensive rating has like they're still tops in the league, but it's tanked as like as far as like the last ten games. They just haven't been shooting well. To explain it as best as possible, they started to see the shooting absolutely lights out. Recently, they just haven't been shooting well. This is probably the most basic way I could possibly explain it. <laughs> the Celtics, I, I guess, but I mean, they don't really have a paint presence. They don't really have nobody that can that can just. You know who should be the paint presence? The six nine man with the cool moves. Nah, he got cool moves. He don't got to. But the thing is, like again, I still think. Yes, but I still think too many times Tatum plays too far away from the basket, and I would just like to see him use use his greatest advantage, which is his size. And I think too many times he's he way he out twenty six feet away. He uses his size to shoot over people. <laughs> I just feel like that, like for instance, even like KD, right? You see a lot of KD's points coming not from twenty six feet away, like like no. They come a lot. Actually, a lot of my pull-up jumpers in the uh, mid area or in like mid post area. Yes, he will hit a pull-up three, obviously, because I got to shoot a couple because I'm fucking KD. But Jason Tatum is still taking nine threes a game, bro. What are we doing? You six ten. Nine. Wait, he, he can't shoot nine threes a game. What? What's his percentage? Thirty five. 
Okay. Why nah, you can't shoot nine threes a game in, in 2022? If this was fucking 2010, I'd agree with you, but not in this year. That's what you do. You should. That's what, you, that's what your best player does. They Listen, shoot nine threes a game. Unless your, unless your best player is Zion Williamson or Zion Santacumbo, he's going to be shooting nine threes a game. I'll take seven and he shoots 33%. And Jason Tatum takes that he shoots 35%. I think both of them shoot too many threes. I think I think their main advantage that they have, especially at their position, is their size, and they don't use it good enough. Show me two best player, top tier players that's not Giannis or Zion that don't shoot eight or nine threes a game. Who doesn't you can't name nobody besides but outside two outlets? Luca probably shoot nine threes a game. Trey Young Katie shoots four. Katie Katie shoots four point seven threes per game. Katie's from the old school though. He's from what the fuck you mean? Katie shoots four point seven threes per game. Now you now you you know you know what? Now you know what? Now I'm now I'm about to go through the rest of the damn league and everybody who's 16 about to pull it up. Who else you want me to look up? How many threes is Larry fucking market to shoot per game? How many threes is Julius Randle? Seven. I just saw Julius Randle. Seven. Laurie Market is shoot 6.5 yeah, threes. Come on, bro. That's a lot <laughs> He's of supposed to be a shooter. Let's see who else. Who, who else? Who, um... First of all, why is Kelly Oubre top 20 in points? Did you know that? Wait, 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 wait. Did you know Kelly Oubre was top 20 in total points? No, hell no. I didn't know that. No. I knew he was having a decent season, but I didn't know that. Paul George, look at how many threes he shoot up. Paul George getting up. I got Paul you right George now. Paul George that bitch up, let me, but I don't think it ain't, it ain't, I, I guarantee you it ain't Paul nine, George. though. Paul George is seven point five, and he be putting that bitch up. So I know Tatum be putting that bitch super up. I'm just saying. I think one of the biggest things Tatum has. How many threes Anthony Edwards shoot? It ain't nine, G. It ain't none of these people taking nine threes, bro. Just step. How many threes Steph Curry take? Steph Curry, also, uh, Steph Curry shoots eleven point six threes per game. So you mean to tell me Jason Tatum only takes two less threes than Stephen fucking Curry? You don't find never, that troubling? Never seen Tatum shoot the ball. Look, it's one of the most beautiful motions you can watch. I'm telling you, he got the coolest moves of all time. That shit still be two for nine. What is three point So you mean to tell me Jason Tatum <clears throat> can should only shoot two less threes than Stephen Curry? It works. He he topped the MVP candidates. It works. Listen, what I'm saying is this. I think he would be better served. You say they don't have a pay presence. I agree with you. I think he would be better served and his percentages would be better. I think Jason Tatum would be better served. Um, and they would be even more of an elite team. And I still think they have a still kind of a streaky offense if he was more Ooh. above 50%. If he could shoot 53%. You want to know how you do that? You go to the mid post more. You know the shot he hit on fucking LeBron? You should be shooting that way more. I guess. Last season, Anthony Edwards shot 8.4. And that's Anthony Edwards. He can't. He's a guard. He finally do that. He's taking too many. The best thing you got. No, the best thing Anthony Edwards has is his athleticism. Fucking use it. He don't use that shit this season. He said he got two bigs in the tank to cut the rim off so he can't. uh, He he didn't say that no more. I'm just saying. I'm just, so, so, so again, I think I, I think the reason why Boston's offense always looks. Donovan always Mitchell looks, shoot nine. He shot nine point eight last season. Nine point one this year. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell is a six two guard. I bet he does shoot nine threes a game. Come on, but he's athletic as shit. Donovan Mitchell was like Thomas Hype. but he's athletic. Okay, he's still a athletic six two guard. Too. He is athletic a six two guard. He, he, he shot compared to Dwayne Wade. G, what the fuck? He he is a six two guard. 
if if you even look at court and floor positioning, his shots should be coming from there. Jason Tatum is a 6'10", actually power forward, really. You should not be taking nine threes a game. Um, we have a fan question. Have you seen any improvements in Tatum and Brown games since, since the uh, finals? Um, not. I mean, I see they're a little more efficient. I, I know that uh, they're more efficient this season, but are not they? really. I just think. Are they? I mean, I mean they score more to say. They they definitely they're both having career. I'm pretty sure they're both career. Tatum is around. I mean, JT is around like 27 yeah. this year. Last time I saw it, I know yeah. Tatum is 30. They're scoring more this season. I think that they just. They they just the league they just, they figured it out kind of they they know how to get to what the, where they what they want to get and they and they can't get it whether if it's a step back three or if it's a, a dunk a, a mid range shot and they have the skill set to do what they want to do pretty much on the court from all three levels and they just are mastering it in the Boston offense I like Joe Mazzulla and what they got going on over there but it seems like they're just they're just getting older and they have the skill set to pretty much do what they want to do in today's league. Um, I think they have a better idea of season the moment. Uh, I think that's probably the biggest improvement. They have a better idea of season moment, and I think Tatum is. Uh, and, and and I think Tatum has been better um, defensively. Um, I think he has a. I think he has a a. I think he has a case to be first or second team All Defense this year. Um, so if I'd say the biggest improvement, I would probably say for him is uh, in that area. But moving along, a couple more topics before we get out of here. Uh, we kind of spoke about it. Should the Wizards and the Aurora Bulls blow it up? I'm not just naming them. I'm not calling them Chicago a, Bulls. Is that they a city the, in Illinois? Yes, they are the Aurora Bulls. They are the Aurora Bulls. They 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 should be moved to the suburbs for <laughs> their performance so That's far this insane, season. Um, I think I tweeted this other day. I think the Washington Wizards have the worst um situation in the NBA. But they're that's fair, but they're very they're one decision away from not being in that being in that here's game. the thing though. I think uh, somebody tweeted this to us. Um, I don't think any of their pieces that they have, if they trade, would bring them back enough to make the other person build around the ball. Now, you can trade all these people and just fucking suck, which I think they probably should have done a minute ago because they keep insisting on trying to win. But, like, they're not terrible, but they're not good enough to actually win basketball games. But they're not terrible enough to get the number one pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, all they trade Kuzma. I mean, Bill could get something light, shut him down for the rest of the year, and they could easily Porzingis something down to happen to him, and they could easily be writing that that uh, that tank, that the, the tanking crew. I mean, is there one simple decision away, couple moves away from being right there where like, oh, I mean, now we know what, what direction this franchise is in. They got to make decisions soon because I feel like they are stalling. They haven't put it off for years, where it's like, what the what are y'all trying to do? But they just got to – the front office has to take an initiative amongst themselves and, and do something about it to where they have a direction. I think Porzingis has an expiring contract, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, for um, real? I, look, yes, Porzingis has a – I think – no, it is a player option. So this is player option for next year. <clears throat> I'm assuming he's going to um, opt in for $36 because who's going to pay him $36 million? Um, <laughs> let me look at Kyle Kuzma. If I'm not gonna take a Kuzma's deal, yeah, two more years left, right? Two more years left. I think Kyle Kuzma has two more years left on his deal. Um, Kyle Kuzma has two more years. His is the player option at 13 million, it's a little bit easier to get off. 
Bradley Beal has the contract from the gods. Um, Bradley Beal is getting, um, oh my goodness, this is insane. Bradley Beal is getting, I don't even know how much money this is, a lot of money until 26, 27. Um, so their three main guys are obviously Kuzma and Porzingis are less locked up than Bradley Beal. I think Bradley Beal is a hard contract to trade. Who is trading for that? For Bradley Beal's contract? You don't really have to trade him though. You can kind of still use him as a building piece. You're building around. You can. You can. Be you, can like I mean, you, mean, you have no choice. But like, do you think you can build a winner around Bradley? I don't think so. I think you have think to have somebody around a, Bradley Beal. I think Bradley Beal is a very dope second option. We saw him average like 32 a game one season, and they were losing like shit that year. And that was yeah, the year Russell who, Westbrook because, averaged. Because who was around? Russell Westbrook averaged. I, I, and also, I was somebody who thought who Russell Westbrook, Westbrook was. Who? No, Russell, the year they made the playoffs with Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook averaged, averaged a triple-double. Like, I thought that's, Russell Westbrook was the best player on that basketball team. That's two players. I'm just two saying. Players. I just – I'm just, I, my, my whole point is I don't think you can build a winning basketball team around Bradley Beal. I think you can at least try. They haven't really never – they've never really tried to do that. If you could get, like, a Scoot Henderson and maybe find somebody in free agency, you, I think it's possible. Scoot Henderson better be better than Bradley Beal. I mean, look, the Phoenix Suns built a winning team around Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a better basketball player than Bradley Beal. So if you replace Devin Booker, I mean, with Bradley Beal, the Suns wouldn't be as good? I don't Lie. think so, no. Why not? Oh, wait, you, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, wait. Ain't you the man that say Devin Booker the best shooting guard in the NBA? I, yeah, I, I agree, but that's also because of the situational. No, they, the I, no, I also. build a team around Devin Booker. They gave him a, a point guard. They gave him a, a, a center. They give him one of the better defense, defensive wings in the league. They give him a, a roster that complements his game. That he can score and and elevate. Bradley Beal has never seen him like that since the Wizards had John Wall, and that was like before Bradley Beal's peak. I think Bradley Beal is. I think Devin Booker is in a tier of guards with Donovan Mitchell, um, Jalen Brown, and um, Book, and I think Bradley Beal is in the tier with Zach Levine. And it hurts my heart because speaking of Zach Levine, Zach Levine just there was a report today that says Zach Levine and the Bulls are not seeing eye to eye. I'm not seeing eye to eye with fucking Zach Levine. What the fuck have you been doing on the court right now? I ain't <laughs> seeing eye to eye with him. He got one another once in a lifetime athleticism and he can't get to the rim. He don't. He can, but he don't go enough. He should. He doesn't go enough. enough. He doesn't. He doesn't. He, 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 he people doesn't call me crazy. Enough. People call me crazy in the Hoopers and Rudy when I said Julius Randle is a better basketball player than him. And now look at me. Looking like a genius, Julius Randle is better than him, and it's not even this really, season. This season, he's been he's, playing. Yes, and I and I said that before the season. I got hell for that. Um, look, I'm about to bring that tweet back. But yeah, no, these these are. I, I think the Bulls blow it up situation is a little bit easier than the Wizards, mostly just because they have expirings. Um, I think getting Demar off. I mean, Demar has like two years off on his deal. I think Vooch is a guy who I think could help some other team. Maybe go to a I don't know, go to some other different level. He has one year on his deal. Um, so I think you could you could get him off. Obviously, Lonzo, you signed him. He's much for the most part been hurt. I don't think Zach, I think getting Zach Levine off may be a little bit difficult. Um, for he's getting two hundred million dollars. I mean, that may be a little bit difficult. But yeah, I think both of these teams are two teams that should probably just. The Bulls did the thing where they had a really good year last season, and then they got no better. And everybody in the Eastern Conference got better than the Bulls. And they didn't get their contact. They didn't get their point guard back. I think a lot of people in the last year were expecting at least Lonzo yes. to have Lonzo by at least December, January now, and he's. There's, and that only news we got on that is no, like you're not gonna be getting it back no time soon. <laughs> and I've really burned them a lot. I think uh, nah, Lonzo, his, Lonzo, his, yeah, his, his impact on that team is 
irreplaceable. Yeah. And yeah, you bring you Boosie, um, Pat Williams hasn't. Also, when we talk, I remember our preseason, pre, yeah, preseason previews when we talked about teams, we talked about the Bulls. Is Pat Williams? He hasn't really taken a step. We rely on a lot on him. Um, I'm not, I've given Zach Levine time. I, would, I know he was nursing his knee in the beginning of the year when he first came back, but he still isn't really showing much. Vucevic has been there. I want that. He's he's out there every night. He plays, but I mean, you get a lot of from him on the offensive end. But what does he bring you on defense? Uh, Caruso, he's an impact player, but how much can he really do for you when you don't pretty much have the other guys to support him? DeRozan is out there. He's still giving you his twenty six or twenty five. He was so for you in the clutch every once in a while, but yeah, it's just they don't they don't have it. Like this team is, it was fun last season. And they are I mean, currently. 16th in defensive rating, which isn't bad, but they're 26th in offensive rating, which is not good. Zach Levine currently, this is a huge drop off from a guy who actually historically has been close to 50, 40, 90. He is at 44, 36, and 82. That ain't it, brother. You no, no uh, Zach Levine. Oh, Levine. That ain't Ew. it, brother. That ain't Ew. it, brother. Zach Levine Ew. has historically, Ew. since he's been to Chicago, been a guy who's at least been around 50, 40, 90. This shit that he do pulling this year ain't it. Now, granted, he may be, you know, hurt, nursing, you know, obviously still nursing his injury, but whatever it is, that ain't it. Um, yeah, I think this is a team that could probably cut their losses uh, uh, at this point. Um, their pick is top five protected, I think, because Orlando owns it, but I think it's top five protected. They traded the pick for, for uh, Vucevic. Uh, so it's top five protected. Right now they're at 11 and 18. I think you could probably easily get Vucevic off. You could probably some somebody would take Demar. I think I think Demar is just a I think Demar is a hard person to place. You said to replace to to place on a team. I think he's a hard oh. person to place on a team. I think, but I think you could probably get him off. Um, and yeah, the Wizards, like I said, the Wizards have been stalling this thing for at least ever since John Wall got hurt. The Wizards have been stalling. Like, bro, just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Now, granted, honestly, it is Washington. You still got to put people in the seats because it's Washington, D.C. Um, but just let it go, bro. Let it go. Get bad. And then also the Wizards. <clears throat> the thing about the Bulls is the Bulls usually draft well. It's just the players tend to develop more outside of Chicago than what they develop in Chicago, which that's a whole conversation to be had about that. Lauren Market to look a whole hell of a lot better. Um, Wendell Carter looks better. Uh, players, because like over, like literally historically, even I remember even going back to the early 2000s when they drafted Ron Artest, and then he goes to Indiana and becomes Ron Artest. Like the Bulls have a history of drafting, actually drafting well, but the players progressing more outside of Chicago than what they did here. The Wizards haven't really had a history of drafting well recently. How are they? Draft? I mean, I remember they drafted, they drafted Rui, they drafted Denny Evadena. Danny, Last year they drafted Johnny Davis. Um, um, they haven't really had a history of drafting well. Now, granted, they usually are picking from like eighth to like fourteenth, which is like, I think some of the tricky. Yeah, they draft right. Slots. Yeah, that is very tricky. Tricky draft slots. I think some gems there though. It, you yes, yes. You Paul George came from there. Kawhi came from there. Halliburton Demar came, came from there. there. Halliburton, came, Halliburton from there. came from there. You can you can def, but it's a very very tricky. Donovan Mitchell came from there. Donovan Michael Mitchell Porter came Jr. from there. Donovan Michael Porter Jr. came from there. Porter, no 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 Porter was. He was like he was fifteenth, right? You're right. 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 He was supposed to be hired, but remember his back. He was yes off. yes. He was limping he was at the supposed. draft. Yeah. <laughs> dead ass. My dead ass. He was limping down the stairs at the draft. Um. So so yeah so yeah so so yeah like 
say it's using Pickett in that range that make it very tricky, but they also don't do themselves a great service uh, by the picks that, that they've made. Which is another thing I think that has harmed the Wizards over the years is that they haven't really been able to get any young talent. Now, well, okay, I don't, I don't want to say any young, but young talent that, that has made a huge impact. I think the best maybe young talent that they have gotten that has made a solid impact was when they traded for Daniel Gafford. I mean, we, you won't consider Kuzma young? They traded for him? No, Kuzma's like 28 years old. He is 27, but I mean... That, no, that is you are a professional athlete. He's, that, but, that he, but, but he's reaching his peak with, with Washington. He's never been this good nowhere else in his, in, with the Lakers in his career. No, nah, he, oh, he was good with the Lakers. He it's was just LeBron good, he wasn't this good. He also didn't get the opportunity, though. I think Kuzma has no, been this good. I thought LeBron James was supposed to make all his teammates better. I mean, defensively, he stepped up. But, like, nah, you're going you gonna, you gonna to get less shots. When you talk about the Wizards, when you really the number one option at the time, because, I mean, last year Bradley Bill was hurt. Um, Yeah, he's always hurt, yeah. He was hurt. <laughs> so, it's like you talking about now when you at the Wizards, it really ain't nobody to shoot the ball besides you. I get fucking free reign. I could, ch- I could put that bitch up 22 times if I want to. Every night. <laughs> but, yes, point being is I think both teams should blow it up. Uh, probably the Wizards more than the Bulls. I think the Wizards have just been stalling. I think the Bulls just did the thing of – but they did the thing of um, – I think they thought Zach would be better. Um, I think they obviously thought Lonzo would at some be on the court. Um and I think it's easier for the Bulls to blow it up than it is for the Wizards. I think the Wizards have legit contracts, which might be like, what will Porzingis trade value be to you, and where would you trade him if you could trade Porzingis anywhere? Just off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, if I could trade Porzingis somewhere, that's uh, I mean, that's uh, jeez. Because again, he's not a bad player. He's also mm-hmm. a really good rim deterrent. Like people don't really like Porzingis is huge. So like when Porzingis is in the paint, like he he at least deters shots. He's giving you 1.5 blocks a game. He's averaging 22 points. <clears throat> He's shooting 45 percent, 47 percent. How many threes does he shoot? 5.5 oh. at 30 at 33 percent, which could be better, but whatever. He's a Porzingis. I mean, I don't. know. Where would you trade him to if you could trade him anywhere? That's kind of tricky. Like the like the perfect fit for Porzingis in this. Maybe maybe New Orleans. I heard somebody say. I, I saw somebody say like New Orleans. I like New Orleans. Also, I mean, this might sound kind of wild, but maybe the Knicks. I think he'd be a good fit next to Randall. He spaces the floor. Trade him back to New York. That's the only thing because I mean, obviously the the politics and <laughs> don't it don't make sense. But like the on court wise, I think it does. A sport a sport pitcher next to Randall who can also make up for Randall's deficiencies around the um when it comes to protecting the rim. Seems like that'd be a good fit. But yeah, New Orleans uh, space the floor for Zion and still be able to protect the rim on the opposite side. Uh, those two off the top of my head seem like the best possible fits. Maybe uh, mm. who would you who would you uh trade for uh um make the trade? So which team? Uh, uh, you don't want Pelicans. All right, I say all right. I'm gonna give Jonas. What's Jonas' contract looking like? Is Jonas this Jonas deal up this year? I want deals that expired. I'm all out of here. I want my cap space. Want to be cheap. Uh, Jonas's deal. Uh, he got a two year deal. I mean, that two don't hurt Washington. Take on, they're not really trying to win, anyways. But give me Jonas, some like a, a, a Kara Lewis, Lewis Jr. And like, nah, they, 
Right. Now they got young talent forever, so I'm not mad at that. They yeah. do. They do. But yeah, that that helps them. I mean, they get another a young point guard to. I like Monty Morris, but I mean, he, he's not your long term point guard. Obviously. He's not your long term so point guard, but he has been having a good season though. He has been having a good season. But yeah, just one of those teams. Porzingis is kind of tough. I mean, I'm, he's had coming from the Mavericks. Him and they say him and Luca didn't get along too well. And then obviously New York was a Phil Jackson thing. Even though Phil Jackson is not there anymore, those were two situations that were pretty controversial when they the way they played out. But I mean, yeah, those two off the top of my head, send them to New Orleans or um, I can't say back to New York. I mean, I guess yeah, back to New York. Phil ain't there no more. But those two probably are the better fits for him. Fair, respectable. Not mad at that. Uh, moving on to our last topic, the team that I am blessed to be able to cover, the L.A. Clippers. I'm going to talk about the L.A. Clippers. Um, I'm not going to say Kawhi Leonard is back, but I will say Kawhi Leonard is on the road. Like, I'll be at the game like, huh, I recognize that guy. When he <laughs> first came back, I didn't know who that man was. That was a that was an imposter. But the last couple me. of games, um, he's been looking more like himself. I think he's been I think he's been going out taking the initiative to really get it going. They played uh the Wizards um on Saturday. I think he had 32. It was it was it was the most points he scored um since he came back. Yeah, and like and like he put like a couple of uh, like a like a string of three good games together. The the uh the Celtics game was good. Um he's starting to look like um himself, which is encouraging for the Clippers. Uh, as they sit right now, I think they are 18 and 14. Not that far away from being the number one seed in, in the uh, conference, by the way. Um, I still think that, unfortunately, there's still always somebody hurt. Like, all right, so Kawhi out here, he doing his thing. Now PG hurt. Uh, he got like a left knee injury. I don't know what it is, but I think he just left knee soreness. Reggie Jackson has Achilles irritation, I think it is. Norman Powell still been hurt. Should so we just like, expect this with team with, with teams and specifically this team? Should we just come to the point where like, well, somebody gonna be hurt? Like, what what they gonna do with it? And just not give them a password at this point? Because I yes. mean, you can't kind of yes, just, but then also Zubak is also a guy who's also been in and out of the lineup recently. Um, he has a knee, he has a, a knee contusion, something like that. I'm just saying, I would like to see the Clippers be able to get on the court with the again with the with the roster that uh that uh that uh, Lawrence Frank and Jerry West at least. 95% of the roster that they put together actually be available to play. But I do like the way that they've been playing basketball more recently. Um, um it's just it's it's just it's just hard to get a feel for like what is peak clippers. Cause I they don't be there half the time. So like I don't know what like the best game ever from from from, from the Clippers looks like. I think the Boston game was really good. I think they, I think from not taking they held Boston. The defense has been good all year. I think that, that that they've been hanging their hat on that all year. Um, they've held a couple teams under a hundred points. I think they held the Wizards under ninety points, which in two thousand twenty two is insane. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that they've been able to hang their hat on. But like offensively, I still don't know what the Clippers firing on all gears looks like. But yeah, just to pretty much piggyback off you said, like it's hard to really gauge. Or guards this team um, for what they, but I mean, do we really like? We saw them. Uh, what was this? This was the year the Suns and the Bucks played in the finals. What was that? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. That don't they still have for the most part? They still have the same pieces from that team, correct? Yeah, but they added some people in. They added like Norman Powell. Um, they added, they added mean, a couple they added people John in. Wall, Norman Powell, a couple of dudes, but like for the most part, it's still the same core. Zubac is still there. Uh, man, we saw a lot of him that season. 
Morris was still there. They still pretty much had the same core. So, like, do we really need to see them at this point? I mean, we know what the team's capable of if they are. Like, that was probably the year for them to actually win a championship and then, you know, the injury bug hit them again. I don't think you really need to see two wins of, of them now. If they can stay around this range or, like you said, even get a higher seed to get an easier first-round opponent, this team will be all right. Like you said, Kawhi Leonard has already – a question mark everybody had moving into the season because Kawhi Leonard hasn't played basketball in so long. Is Will he still look like Kawhi Leonard? And like you said, over the past couple of days, 31 uh, versus Washington, he looked good versus pretty much uh, one of the, the top small four in the league right now, Jason Tatum. And I think that speaks volumes alone. If you still have Kawhi Leonard able to do what Kawhi Leonard has been able to do pretty much for his entire peak, then you can't write this team off. I think with that and the additions they have made, I think the, the Clippers will be fine. As long as they can, you said they're 18 and 14, right? If they can stay yeah. around that range, then they'll be all right. I mean, like look at like looking at their like looking at their schedule coming up. I think they really have a time to gain the ground. Um, <clears throat> you have Thanks. Washington tomorrow. Um, no, 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 not no, not Washington. You have the Hornets tomorrow. Then you have then you're at Philly. Uh, then you are at the Pistons, at the Raptors. You go at the Celtics, at the Pacers. Uh, Heat come back. Uh, day after New Year's. Then you at the Nuggets. T Wolves, Hawks, Clippers, Nuggets. It's not a terrible schedule coming up, right? I think they, I, 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 I think you play enough good teams to find out something, and you play enough bad teams that you can stack up wins. Um, so I'll be very interested to see them um over the uh, next game. But the main thing is, like I said, I think that we that matters the most is Kawhi Leonard is looking like Kawhi Leonard again. I think by granted his efficiency for the most part. Still hasn't been great. The Washington game was better, uh, but his efficiency hasn't been great. But I think that by all-star break, Kawhi Leonard will look like Kawhi Leonard. Like, will fully look like, oh, shit, I know that guy. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think we can uh, leave it there. Do um, your, your all-star picks real quick. Oh, all-star picks. Early, uh, you, like, like the whole 12-man roster? No, nah, just do starters. We can just do starters for now. Um, Well, Western Conference, I think John Morant, Steph – well, yes. <laughs> John Moran, Steph Curry, um, Anthony Davis, but like, if he never plays until All Star breaking in, is he still? A, I don't know. Anthony Davis, Zion Williams, um, and Jokic. All right, I pretty much very similar for me for the West. Yeah, front court is Zion, Jokic, AD. Uh, back court starters, yeah, like he said, I probably go Steph and Luca. And then for the East, I go front court East and B Giannis. You going Luca? You going Luca over Ja? I'm I'm a little Luca over Ja. Yeah, not it's not not by a lot, but like I mean, I mean, I just feel like it's kind of. I mean, I feel like Steph is going. Steph and Luca are going to get the votes. So I mean, that's pretty I much. Don't know the, I don't know, man. The kids love Ja. I mean. Then you know them foreign players be they, they got the their whole players country. Do be racking behind, up. They do be having their whole country. country behind them and the way he playing this year with all the MVP talking stuff and then Steph Curry, I think Luca and Steph Curry fan base is on a whole other level than what Jaws fan base is. So That's I'm gonna fair. go with them and then on the East uh, front court Giannis and B, uh, KD and then the back court is gonna be Donovan Mitchell and um, Donovan Mitchell probably Garland. Ooh. You, mm, nah, I mean, not Garland, Kyrie. Yeah, Donald, ooh, yeah, Kyrie. Or, I mean, I think Brunson might be able to slide in there with that New York fan base. Not, he is not starting all star game. You know, starting all star game. Not starting all star game. Andrew Wiggins started last year. 
Yeah, and they changed the rules because of that. I, I I mean, I feel you, but what about Trey? Yeah, Garland Trey, Garland Trey. Um, I guess the Hawks are having like a very forgettable season so far. So I don't think people are talking are. about it. They've, they've had a lot of injuries, though. Yeah, they, they have. Can we have it right away? Do you think Trey Young has gotten any better? From when? From his rookie season or from when? I mean, just from like, I don't like two, like when he really broke out. So maybe let's say like two years ago. When they went to the, when they went to the, I, was right, um, yeah. I mean, what more? I mean, could you really expect out of him from what he's already shown besides maybe lower turnover numbers? Uh, To shoot better. That man is shooting 29% from three this season. Yo, I mean, and 41% from the field. <clears throat> I guess he, his shot selection probably has to improve. Like you say, he um, didn't have a situation this year where he didn't play a game because him and Nate Millen didn't see eye to eye over something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on over there. That, <laughs> that was the rumor. But I mean, besides, I mean, I guess probably being taking better shots and limiting your turnovers, what more can you really ask from Trey Young? I mean, Solid. Yeah, I think I think I, I, I think don't think he, I really expected more from him from what we already saw. I didn't really. I mean, he's a play. I don't really expect him to be one of the. I don't expect much from him. You don't expect to be he one like of the greats. No, I. He's kind of like a, to me. He's like a rip off Steph, Damian Lillard. You're like a rip off version of them, and I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not too that too high on him. Honestly, I mean, he's a heck of a player. Average is 27 and 10, but like you said, turnover numbers top five in the league. He doesn't shoot the ball that well. And he doesn't play all ball enough, in my opinion. He does not so play all ball enough. He doesn't, so, I'm not, so I'm not really – he's not really – he'll make the all-star team for probably the next four years or however long you want. But he's very small. He doesn't – like you said, doesn't play all ball enough. But he will never be able to make a real impact on defense. And like you said, I mean, we was hoping this season that maybe DeJounte would be able to take that pressure off him, but it hasn't really hap- happened too much. And I mean, is he if you like battling with your coach, you're not even playing games because your coach wanted you to come off the bench. Is he really the leader, a guy you want to be the face of your franchise? Stuff like that is happening. So yeah, Trey Young just uh, I'm not really too sold on what's going on with him and what's going on in, in the Hawks situation. They might be damn near worse than the Wizards. I mean, I know they're trying to compete and they're putting what on paper or they put on paper like a good 2K lineup out there with Dejounte, Trey, John Collins. You could throw him lobs all game in 2K. You got shooters for him when you drive and kick with Dejounte. Uh, with Hunter and whatnot, but I mean, I'm the Hawks is that's a very it should be if they make the playoffs, they'll be a first round exit. I agree, but yeah, but yeah, I'm not with yeah, so that's pretty much where I stand with Trey. I'm not, fair. yeah, fair, not mad at that. Uh, but yeah, we can uh, leave it right there, man. Um, Joe, get your uh plug in, like I said, Merry Christmas, brother, happy holidays, um, all of that. Uh, hey, you want to one, maybe one of the Christmas, Christmas Day predictions for like who gonna win. Uh, let's do it. Um, uh, I actually think the I actually think the Warriors are gonna fuck around and end up winning on Christmas. Who they play the Grizzlies? Yeah, I mean with no Steph. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. Are right, you want me to go? Remember, first? no, no, no. See, not see, see, see. But wait, uh, hold on. NBA. See, here's why though. Remember the year when they beat the Rockets when they had nobody fucking playing. I do remember that. Yeah, the Warriors have pride. Big. I think they could end up doing okay. Knicks, Sixers. It's a really good game to start off the day with. I'm gonna go Sixers though. Um, go Sixers? Yeah. What about you? I'm gonna go with the Knicks. I think they just they have a lot of momentum right now, and I think the Knicks are at home, right? I think the MSG crowd. Let me see. Let me make, oh yeah, the Knicks are at home. I think the MSG crowd will be amazing. I know it's early, early as hell. It's 9 a.m. Pacific. I mean, no, 12 for them. There's no. I think, I think the, I think the Knicks won't current momentum will carry over right into that game, and I think they'll be playing some very inspired basketball. And I expect a a really good game from Julius Randle and the rest of the game. I'm going with the Knicks. 
Um, next game, Lakers, Mavericks. <laughs> I'm gonna go Lakers. What the fuck? For real? The same dude been telling me all year about how he wanted to get stumped out on Christmas. Yeah, but I'm gonna go Lakers. I mean, I just think that now Luca's gonna go generational. Um, but I'm gonna go Lakers. I'm 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 Lucas gonna go generational. I'm gonna go Lakers. I mean, I just think the Mavericks have a lot going on over there. Mm-hmm. Like fake a lot going on. They they have a lot going on and not enough going on at the same time. Yeah, I feel you. Me, I, me personally, I can't stand the Luca no help stands. I mean, I know a lot of those. Don't use help. the help. He be fucking dribbling. No, of, I feel you, but a lot of his help. Yeah, it all it depends on like whether or not he's kicking it or if they hitting or not. And then Luca also has a his attitude is disgusting. His attitude, is, yeah, it's really like, crazy. Bro, he like like a spoiled little brat out there. I mean, I I, I want to watch my Luca words. I don't know one time I said something negative about Luca and it was wild <laughs> on me in the comments. But, <laughs> but gee, um, yeah, Luca is the, the way. I mean, yeah, that team is very interesting. Tim Hardaway Jr. will give you fucking thirty five one night on nine threes and next game eight the other. <laughs> And then next game he'll give you eight points on one foot. I like the Clay Thompson like on two for fucking twelve. But I think he has to do a better job of utilizing his teammates in other ways besides driving kick. And I think he dribbles the ball a little too much. Like you said, they got a lot of going on out there, and they miss Brunson a lot. I think they that front office really fumbled that team. Uh, they let the, their team down by letting him just walk with not getting nothing in return, not trading him at the deadline, and they allow him to show out in the playoffs and attract such a deal. And he's balling now, but I hurt them a lot. I mean, as much as I want to pick the Lakers, I'm gonna just I'm I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna go mad. I think that Luca will probably be like you say, he'll be generational. I don't know if LeBron and the guys will be able to match him, so I'll go mad. Uh, after that, Bucks Celtics. It's a great game. Um, that is, we've been dying for that one. Um, I'm gonna go Bucks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Bucks could use a statement win. I don't know if they have a statement win on the season yet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Boston. I know they hear the chatter mm-hmm. lately about how they've been I have not been playing as well lately. You know, considering how well they were playing to start. So I'm gonna go Boston. I didn't get another legendary Jason Tatum performance. I expect at least 35 to 40 from him. And I think Boston takes it. Where's the game? Man? Where's the game, man? Let me see. Where is it? I think it's probably in Milwaukee. No, it's in Boston. It's in Boston. Yeah, TD Garden is gonna be explosive that day. It's gonna be a big game for that team. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Boston. I think it might <laughs> went on to the wire though, because I know Milwaukee's also gonna show up. So I'm, I'm gonna go Boston, and I expect a great game from both Giannis and Tatum. Uh, next Grizzlies Warriors. Like I said, I'm gonna just go. Gri- I'm gonna no. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go Warriors. I think the Warriors have pride. Um, I think well, they have pride. They have a system that works, and I think the Grizzlies gonna be smelling themselves a little bit. Either the Grizzlies gonna walk in there and beat the living daylights out of them. <laughs> I mean, like destroy them by like 25, or the Warriors are walking there, play. They have some uh. Some uh some uh respect for themselves and they'll win a close game. Um, so I'm actually pick the Warriors on that day because again I think the Grizzlies gonna come in there smelling themselves. Um, so I'm pick the like I said the uh, Warriors to win on Christmas Day. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I think just the fact that the Warriors are vets and they know everybody's gonna be watching this game. Uh, Draymond, like he said, he struggles to get up for games versus Indiana and in he's gonna be up for that one. January in Indiana, he'll be up for this one. He'll probably be talking to the guys. He'll be streaming at him in the locker room. He'll get the message across that this game does matter. We just in the statement. I'm tired of hearing Kizzy Perkins and Stephen A. and all these guys down talk on us. Let's show uh, the league. Whenever they get the chance to show the league, they can feel like they beat the uh, Celtics that Saturday night on prime time. Whenever they get the chance to do stuff like this, they usually pull through. So I'm gonna agree with you on this. I'm gonna go with the Warriors. 
actually you type triple double type from Draymond, pull A, pull to show up, and you might you probably get the you, you get good clay time on on Sunday. <laughs> um, last game of the night, Suns Nuggets. This is the I am knee deep in whatever I've been drinking all day game. Um, <laughs> I am knee deep at this point, and I barely watch the game. Game. Um, <clears throat> who do you got, Suns Nuggets? Who you got, Suns Nuggets? Oh, that's gonna be yeah, like you said, it's gonna, it'll be a good game. I know the Nuggets still don't have Michael Porter Jr. back. I'm not sure if he'll be back by then, but ooh, I'm gonna take. I'll go Suns, just because the Suns. I mean, oh wait, is you know Booker should be back by then. I know he has a minor injury. I'm gonna go to Suns. I'm not really sure why, but I think this will be a toss up. Both these teams are pretty kind of evenly matched out, if you ask me. But if the Suns, I'll go Suns just because. Mm, also, did you I see Jokic's stat line of the day? Yeah, against the Hornets, I think it was like it was 40, outrageous. It was like 40, forty something, like, 40, was 40, 40 rebounds, it's like assists. forty thirty two, and like you can't even do it on two K. This, this might be the most toss up game out of out of all of out of everything. The Suns Nuggets. Out of, I mean. But yeah, I'm gonna go Suns. I think Suns edge them out. I think we get a, a great book of game on Christmas. Um, and yeah, who you got? Game is in game is the game is in Denver. Oh, it's in Denver. Okay, uh, the play the was advocate. I guess I'll go to Nuggets. Um, obviously, Jokic is Jokic. Um, I think Aiden has been kind of up and down this season. He held me down. He fucking <laughs> didn't hold me down last week because he got hurt me a game. But he held me down this week. He gave me 32 against the Lakers last night. W. He got the win over me. It's all love. 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 Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go to Nuggets to win this game. Um, again, it's in Denver, Christmas night, Mal High State, well, not Mal High, but Pepsi Center. Uh, I'm gonna just go to Nuggets to win this. Like you said, I think it's a toss up. Anything can happen. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, analyst of Nick, shout out to you, bro. Appreciate you for the uh, donation, man. Thank you. Happy holidays to uh, you and yours. Pelicans versus Bucks finals would be fire. The Bucks would beat the shit out the Pelicans. It would not be as fire as you think it would. They would beat the living daylights out of them. But yeah, Zion do about two cool dunks. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, as always, man, thank all y'all for watching. It's almost been another year of hoops and brews. Joe, shout out you uh, for being a part of the show for consistently for the past. Oh. I don't even know how many years at this point. Um, so yeah, shout out you. Shout out all the fans that consistently have watched us for the past. Watch us ramble about basketball for the past seven years. Appreciate you. Um, and uh, yeah, man, until next time, it's been Hoops and Brews. Yo, you want to got you, you got a plug, you want to get in it or anything? Oh, uh, y'all be real quick. Yeah, just give me on Twitter at the Joel, J O L T S S, Instagram, Joel R. Wilson. Thank y'all for tuning in and have a happy holidays to you all. Hopefully, y'all enjoy these Christmas games. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And as always, man, follow me on Twitter at Pavyworld, P A V Y World, all one word. Uh, like I said, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all of you. And um, until next time, we'll see.